Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Okay, we have some incense going just to have a very good session. How are you guys? Good morning, good morning. I'm so happy to see you guys here. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm just turning on some incense. Hopefully it'll stay on. I am excited to be here today because yesterday on Instagram inside of um, the messaging group, I wrote that Let's talk a little bit about how your unconscious blocks actually prevent you or make it super difficult for you to grow your business. And this is something that happens to everyone, right? Because every single person, happy Valentine's Day, Erica. Every single person um, has an unconscious mind, right? And the reason that we have that is because your unconscious is what keeps you alive. It's what keeps your heart beating. It's what sends um, blood to your body. It's what distributes the blood. It is what keeps your digestive system working, right? And think about it for like this for a second. So your unconscious mind, right? Your subconscious mind keeps you basically alive. It is always alert. It is always, it, it holds all the memories from your past and your memories are the beliefs that you live your life by, right? So before I get started, I am going to make this into a podcast. So let me just start by saying hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. If you are not subscribed, please consider subscribing. And if you like this episode and you have any questions, please leave them for me. I always um, am open to suggestions and I love listening to your questions. Usually the question that somebody has is the same one that somebody else has. So many times, um, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Vanessa. I'm the founder of Prospera Mama and I teach women, um, holistic healers mainly, how to grow their business using energetics. And a lot of people are confused by that. And that basically means that when someone clears a block that they have, and we all have these blocks, they're actually determined by five primary emotions that determine the way that you live, what you receive, um, how you feel about life, the relationships that you have, including the relationship with your money, with your spouse, with your children. Um, it's just this coolest thing ever, okay? And today we're going to talk mainly about how that impact, I have blocks. Okay, let's stay tuned so that we can uncover them. Because here's what happens. When you uncover it, you create a level of awareness. And when you create a level of awareness, you are not, you are no longer looking at your life through the lenses of that wounded child. And we all have one. This goes back as far as 1862 with Sigmund Freud that he started to, he was called the uh, father of psychoanalysis, right? Where he started uncovering the unconscious mind and then it just stemmed down and it, in, it includes our biology, epigenetics. And if you're not familiar with what epigenetics is, it is the study of the cells. And it basically says that trauma is passed down seven generations in at a cellular level. And that also includes, or you can see in a family that there are, you know, when you go to the doctor and the doctor says, okay, in your family's medical history, um, who has suffered from this and this and this? The reason why he does that is because 
the reason why you could be predominant to having that same illness or disease, yes, it's environment and it's lifestyle, but it's also your cells. Epigenetic carries trauma through the bodies, through the cells up to seven layers down. That's why people say, oh, you have to heal your ancestors, you have to heal your past, you have to heal this. Another way that you know that this is true is what happens in one family usually repeats and you know we're not going to talk about religion but you can see this in the bible that it says generational curses or um uh, family ties right when there's abuse in one family or in the past of that family it usually occurs again and the cool thing or what i want to talk about is how this affects us as business owners right because once you clear it and you become first aware of it you no longer are associated with that and usually in a woman that is an entrepreneur or someone that um yeah basically a woman entrepreneur especially in service-based business because when you work for yourself and you offer a service you have this belief that you are selling somehow yourself and you judge yourself based on those beliefs and those beliefs come from the emotional blockages um, that we've had during childhood even as far as during the our birth when we were when our moms would, were giving birth to us and until you do not clear that it's going to repeat have you ever heard that oh my god um I feel like I just go in cycles, like it's always the same thing, like it's like the cycle is always the same. Okay, that is a clear indicator that something needs to be healed. And if you don't, you know what happens? Mathematically, you're going to continue to repeat it. You're going to continue to repeat it and continue to repeat it. And hi, Blanca. It depends, my love. I'm gonna, I have to give you guys like a, a clear level of understanding because many times we don't even know what block we have we think it's one thing but we're we're not really aware of it so i'm going to give you guys like um a, a clear understanding right because once you understand you have that awareness many times you can pinpoint it right look this is so cool because it goes so your unconscious self is also expressed through symbolisms let me give you an example so that i can be super clear um when you're your unconscious self is always aware. It's its only job is to keep us alive, right? To keep us breathing and blood flowing and digesting our food and to send signals to the brain, you're hungry, this and that. Our unconscious mind or subconscious mind also knows when just because we are born into family systems that has a collective consciousness or a level of awareness and I don't want to confuse you guys, but this is how what happens. When we are experiencing um, not being able to grow our business, having fear around money, self-sabotaging ourselves, constantly doubting ourselves, being very afraid of being seen, right? Especially for service-based providers. Why? Because we are judging ourselves based on the lens of the past, the trauma, the block that we had from the past, and we are bringing it into we haven't released it so it's present in our life this unconscious area of us is what you say when i don't even know why i act like that i'm always constantly late i know i procrastinate but i just can't get over procrastination i know i self-sabotage i know what i'm supposed to do but i just don't do it how else how else does it show up 
I am doing pro bono work or I'm giving free sessions away because I cannot imagine charging. I cannot imagine making that amount of money. How else does it show up? Internally judging other people that you see that make certain amount of money that for you is inspiring and instead of being inspired by that, the unconscious reaction that you have is that person is selfish, she must have done something bad or, or, um, she has more education. I can't imagine being on camera, like doing a live, or I can't imagine holding a sales conversation, or I need another certification. I am not enough. I need another course. And it, it could be present in so many areas of our life. Why? Because our unconscious is the one that is in charge of 95% of the way that we think, the way that we act, right? the way we think, we act, and the emotions, the actions that we take. So I'm gonna give you an example. When somebody has an appointment with me and the person is constantly changing it, or the person is constantly um, late, there is a clear indicator, not only that the person has a conflict with fear, right? She's fearing and moving forward because fear is paralyzing. So even though she knows that that's the appointment that she wants to get to, she has an overwhelming amount of fear at the moment. And it also, listen to this, when we are accustomed to being disappointed in our childhood, so maybe the dad wasn't very present or he would say that he was gonna come and get you and he didn't do, he didn't do that, you became addicted or accustomed to disappointment and you will self-sabotage your opportunities at work, your opportunities um, in relationships, even showing up for coaching, believe it or not, right? That is the unconscious part of us. We, we're like, man, but I don't really know why I do this, right? Or I can't stop doing this. Another uh, way that it shows up is when we say things like, I am very fearful of money so we pay our bills late. We have no idea what we owe, what we don't owe. Um, somehow we see that we get into more bills or that the moment that we receive an amount of money that we weren't expecting is the same moment that we receive a bill that we weren't expecting. And we can stay in the cycle of why does this happen to me? I can't believe it again. And in reality, it is a self-sabotaging um, behavior as a mechanism of defense that are it's imprinted in our unconscious mind and how does this affect someone that is building a business right well think about it like this if you know that first of all you have to have structure you have to have routine there's certain things that you just need as a business owner I would even dare to say that these are certain things that you just need as an adult structure routine organization confidence because nobody is really guaranteeing you anything um, other than yourself and your self-assurance and your confidence and when we have these unconscious blocks that all are going to revolve about around sadness anger I'm translating them from Spanish to English sadness anger disgust fear Ira, rabia, asco, miedo, and happiness. Believe it or not, that's something for another day. So that is a primary emotion that would lead to self-sabotaging, um, a bad relationship with money, lacking confidence, not, e not being able to move forward, 
procrastination, right? The, the primary emotion is this. This is what is stuck or what our subconscious mind is directing 95% of our behavior to act in one of these. Look, this goes so deep and I'll share this, but I'm gonna share it with the, I don't know, with the invitation that you don't use this to continue to stay there. I'm sharing this with the invitation that you just become aware. Oh, I know where that's coming from. Now as a conscious adult, I don't have to repeat that behavior or I don't have to carry around that emotion, right? So this can come as early as childbirth because that is so determinate in our life. It can come as early as having an absent parent because there was no authority figure. So we are gonna have problems with authority figures in our job, in our family, you know, that hyper-independent women, woman. Um, and with our children. It, it shows up in all areas of our life. And many times, um, not many times, always when you look at someone's language, their body language, and the actions that they take, you can clearly identify what is predominant in their life. And here's the cool part or the interesting part until you don't clear it, it's going to happen mathematically every certain amount of years. I'm gonna give you an example. Let's say that there was abuse at an early age, five years old. Every, hello my love, happy Valentine's Day. Every five years, until you do not clear that initial block, every five years, you are going to experience similar feelings. Let me make this clear because for me, this is a very personal and touchy subject. When somebody has experienced abuse in their childhood, they will experience or feel that they are abused by their partner. And I'm not saying about like physical. It could be that they have a burden of all the responsibilities or by their, even their parents, that there's other um, family members, but you're the one that has to take care of them constantly or even uh, people-pleasing. I know, Naomi, me too. For me, it's like amazing. And listen to this. We are always a mirror, always. When my client comes and says, oh no, I have clients that are very uh, um, no comprometidos, clients that are not very committed to the work, right? Or clients that are very wishy-washy, or clients that take a long time to pay or clients that are moving forward okay two things that i want you to look at the first one is how are you being an actor in that scene is that are are you mirroring that in your life are you indecisive are you not taking action and i know that this can be a little bit confronting and uncomfortable but it is the absolute truth it is the absolute truth to my knowledge based on my studies so what does that mean are if somebody says, it, and it never fails, it never fails. If somebody comes to me and says, you know, my clients are, ne are not committed or no matter the coaching that I give them, they're not having breakthroughs. I wanna look at your life as a coach or your life as a healer. Are, are you mirroring in that scene the same thing in your life? Are you taking long to pay? Are you disorganized? Are you not taking any action? Are you not living your truth or, or, is that disappointment something that you have been accustomed to because of programming in your childhood and it's 
something that you verbally say, I don't want that. I want committed clients. I want clients that move forward. I want clients that have this and have that. But if we have, or we are carrying around that disappointment from childhood where dad would say, I'm going to come and pick you up and he didn't, or um, maybe there was a moment in your life where you were expecting something and then it was a constant, we can't do this, we can't have it, especially with um, money, because money for us means safety and security. It's just a symbolism that your unconscious mind creates. And then I'm reflecting that inside of my business. I am reflecting that with my clients. How crazy is it that these cycles continue to happen and continue to happen and continue to happen in our life? And they are going to happen. Look, one that for one that was very eye-opening was the abuse, right? So so many people um I talk to so many women on a, a weekly basis, almost a daily basis, right? I have like five or, or four or five appointments and I coach. And a lot of people have been abused when they were small and they grow up and it's an abuse where, where they feel abuse, right? Like for example, I'm the only one that has all the responsibilities at home, even though I have a partner. I'm the only one that's people pleasing. I am the only one that in my job, somebody that is taken advantage of and underpaid is, um, again, signaling, how does she feel? Abused, by who? By her coworkers, by her, um, uh, her boss, by her partner, by the people around. And it will happen every, if the abuse happened in childhood at five years old, it's gonna, She's gonna have a situation at 10 years old that made her feel abused at 15, at 20, at 25, at 30, at 35, at 40, and it just continues to do that. How do you explain that? How do I explain what? Will this be recorded? I love to share this message with someone. Yeah, I'm gonna put it on the podcast prospera mama so when you um and then there's other things right but listen to this that is when somebody especially in our line of service like uh, a business owner where you attract clients that are almost your unideal client your client that clients act like you do how do you explain that you explain that because it's a mirror and whatever is not solved in you your unconscious mind is going to fill that void with finding something that made you feel exactly like that moment in your life where you felt like that and that's why people repeat the cycle of toxic relationships as well because even if they know consciously uh your conscious is only five percent and when we have a toxic relationship and you know the cycle continues and continues and continues right one relationship after another i am playing the victim basically of that relationship even if i verbally say i don't want that and that not only shows up in relationships relationships it shows up in clients sometimes i am amazed or even like like my mind is blown because somebody will tell me like, oh, my client wants all of my time or they have no boundaries or they are expecting for me to do this or go beyond. And it's like a cycle that never ends, right? And this is not about judgment. The moment you judge yourself, you're going back to 
enforcing or energizing that block or that unconscious behavior that you want to overcome. When you become aware, when you, um, when you become aware and when you overcome those emotional blocks, you release energy in the body. And when you release energy in the body, you know not only do you feel physically less tired and more in the present moment, but if you want to talk about true science of manifestation, that would be it. That would be it. And what does that mean for someone? It means that things get easier. It means that I am not carrying around the frequency or the energy of regret, of fear, of procrastination, of self-sabotage. And since we are all energetic, that is the energy that I am giving out. This is all based on science and you can go and Google it. You know, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is that you, there's somebody here, at least one person that is like, you know what, this made total sense. And going forward, I recognize that I will not will no longer either be the mirror or what scene am I playing in this? Like what what is my role in this scene right now of constantly doing it and constantly doing it and reliving that? Why? Because look at this. There's three ways that your unconscious kind of says, hello, it hurts me to have this suppressed in me. Okay, the, for me as a mom, the most like inspiring thing or or the reason why I became an expert in this is because I had to and I still do work on myself every day right the reason why is because children don't do what they see you but what they they don't do what you say but what they see you do and I have children but besides that epigenetics the study of your cells say that you pass on trauma up to seven generations and whatever I had growing up, I don't want that because it would be me, my kids, my grandkids, my great-grandkids, my great-great-grandkids, my great-great-great-great-grandkids, right? That is why you see in a lot of families, people suffering from the same cancer, from the same illness, people having the same types of abuse, people having the same types of situations and it goes almost to the point where it's a it's a it's not that it goes almost to the point it's a program it is a program that is passed down not only through dna but a collective consciousness we have talked about this many times and we have said that there's a collective consciousness where now these subjects can be more talked about a little bit more freely but years ago it was almost seen like um a sin to this day, when I talk about energy, a lot of people that are highly religious, they, um, you know, they, they associate this information with you going to hell. Like, I, I don't even know if TikTok is going to allow this or not, but usually that's what it is, right? But now the collective consciousness is saying, oh, no, I want to know about that. I want to heal myself. I believe I have the power to do it. You also have a family consciousness, which is unspoken packs. What does that mean? Usually in a home where the mom is more conservative, um, the child is going to be more conservative. Even if you haven't said that, it is an unspoken path. It is an unspoken um, pact 
it's an unspoken contract, right? Or if the mom um, was married to only one man or she only had one partner, even though there was like a lot of suffering or things like that, the child, if that is not healed, right? That, that abuse, okay, so that, is, that, the first thing that I would look at would be an abuse. Why? Because most likely that child, which is now the mom, was abused when she was little. So she has kept all her life in an abusive relationship to repeat that pattern of the unconscious mind and continue to fill that void. I know it's so crazy. I know. I know it's so crazy. I know. I know. It's unconscious. You're not aware of it. Once you become aware, you're like, oh, shoot, I could change this. This doesn't have to be my reality. And that abuse it maybe the child doesn't suffer it but she sees and she's going to mirror that same relationship or she's going to go completely opposite you repair or you repeat but that's still not healing it because if you go to the complete opposite when a child has an alcoholic parent and they can't even see alcohol they went to repair right they went to the complete opposite but they still didn't heal it which means that it could happen that their child will inherit that behavior. Okay, there's so much that we can talk about this because for me, this is fascinating. I don't know if this is fascinating for you guys, but for me, it is so fascinating. And, and it's fascinating. Thank you, Bella. Five years. Yeah, and remember, it's like... um. If it was five years for you and it resonated for you, go back and try to remember you're at five years old. What happened? And if it resonates at seven, then it's going to be every seven years. And if it happened at 10, then it's going to be every 10 years. So it's it's not that five is the number. Do you guys get what I'm saying? It's cycle, cyclable. It's when it happened for you. Um. So listen to this. When you... I want to combine this with energetics because I think that that's an easy subject to understand. You don't have to go and learn all of this, right? You, you don't have to do that. As a matter of fact, this is called reprogramming and this many times happens in one or two sessions. You don't have to go read all the books and learn about all of this because what you need to do is pinpoint that in your life, whatever it is, you, you pinpoint that. And then you get to that emotion, that primary emotion, and that is what is healed and it represents in everything else in your life. When someone, but, but a way that I want you to become aware is this, listen, when someone, um, let's say in your business, right? Because this is what I talk about, women empowerment, and, and this is where I want you to lead from. The concept that what we think and what we feel is the energy that we emit and that we are constantly connected by a field of resonance of information. It's not a woo-woo concept. It is called quantum physics. It is the study of the atom and the vibration within it and what we are made of. And what, what does it mean if you don't remember your childhood? Yeah, that's a good one. So your subconscious mind as a way of protection of a protective mechanism, whatever was very fearful for you and whatever that happened to me and whatever was very painful for you for them to protect the, your, your unconscious mind, right? As a defense mechanism, let me bury it as far back as I can. That doesn't mean that it's still not going to show up in your life. And it very well could mean that 
your actions and your results in your life come from that and you're not aware of pinpointing it yet. Yeah, but it's okay. It's okay, it's okay, you know? It's not the end of the world, it's it's okay. I feel like everybody becomes aware of this at the mo at the exact moment that they needed to become aware of it, you know? So when you, um, and if you have any questions, um, comment them below because usually the question that one person has serves everyone else. So if your thoughts and your feelings generate this field of energy outside of your body, right? Your electromagnetic field. And all that does is carry the information of your thoughts and your feelings. And you can only be a frequency, a match to that information. If you are constantly, this is a clear explanation of why toxic relationships continue um, one after the other. If, if I am unconsciously sending out that signal that I belong or that I unconsciously, right, that I belong or that I to fill that void that I have not healed, that I think is something that I, a regular part or normal part of life, I will attract into my life the same situations that will make me feel the same way I felt where that unhealed part is. Which I think is so eye-opening. I'm going to give you two more things and then we're going to um, talk a little bit more about this precisely in your business. Your unconscious mind has symbolisms and that means that we do certain things that we're not even aware that we're doing or that they're done to fill a void in order for us, again, to fill that, right? There can't be, there's no empty halls in the universe, meaning that there's no empty space. Everything is filled with vibration and frequency. It's nature, I don't know what to say. It's quantum physics, it is what it is. And the unconscious mind holds that repressed emotion and it hurts. And it starts being expressed through emotions, anger, sadness, lack of joy, um, depression, mm, disgust with ourselves, constant judgment. And when we don't pay attention to none of that, we're like, whatever. The next thing is our actions. And it literally is like a little person in the background. Hey, this is how you feel. Check in with yourself. Like, where is this coming from? Where did it start? What is going on? And we're like, oh, whatever. The next thing is action. I can't move forward. I hate my job, but I don't dare to start my business. I really want to grow this, but I can't take any action in the things that I need to do. I really need to make more money, but I don't, I'm fearful of money. I don't pay my bills on time. I can not even imagine paying for something. I would want something free. I'm not kidding you. If, if this is something that is resonating with you and it's confronting, look at it from like, is this true for me? Yes or no? And let it go. But that is how it works. Um, the constant judgment on others when we're very fearful of being judged, I can guarantee you that you're judging other people. I, I just, I can guarantee it 100%. That's how it is. It's okay. Maybe you do it unconsciously. You don't realize it. Now you do. And now you're not going to do it. Now you do. And now you're not going to do it. Um, 
the the first one is in the emotions the second one is in the lack of action that i take right like the like not leaving a toxic relationship um self-sabotaging myself all those things and the third one is when our body starts breaking down and if you look the dictionary of illness i think it would be translated into spanish el diccionario de las enfermedades you can see that every single illness can be traced back to an emotional imbalance something that was unprocessed unworked um when we have a lot of anger and things that we can't let go and they like disgust us you're gonna have digestive issues and acid reflex like uh, i just can't tolerate that situation even if you're like in an abusive relationship and you just can't tolerate it anymore but you can't leave it for whatever reason you're gonna have digestion problems when you had an absent father father is the one that impulses you to life it gives you um it throws you out to life in a good way you can do this you can fly the father you can do this you can fly you can go you can you have the wings to do that when we didn't have that energy and that um fortaleza that that energy and that force i guess in a positive way of our dad many times when somebody says i am completely addicted to coffee i'm i'm called compulsive drinking coffee okay Anything that has to do with water and milk is mom. Anything that has to do, these are symbolism of your unconscious mind. Anything that has to do with seed and growing and sprouting has to do with that. And coffee being one of it is, what does coffee give you? Energy and, and movement, right? Okay, you could drink coffee all day. This was such an eye-opener for me because I know someone exactly in my family that this they, they fall 100% they fall a hundred percent into this like this model hello my love so listen to this what time is it because balin leaves early do not let me take more than 15 minutes okay do not do not do not listen to this when my dad was absent in my life when he didn't have that authority figure when he didn't impose me into life i'm going to be compulsive drinking coffee why because coffee gives me energy and force to move forward yes or no that's what it does the unconscious to fill that void created an addiction to coffee that symbolizes the dad, the force, the moving forward, the energy. If you are compulsive with coffee, could you, without hearing this information related to the absentee dad? No. You would be like, no, I just like coffee because I like it and it gives me energy. When we resolve that, the addiction to coffee subsides. We no longer need it. Me. Really? Yeah, my aunt also. Like, she carries a coffee pot. I hope nobody in my family is watching because this is, like, not. She carries a coffee pot around everywhere she goes. Everywhere. A picnic, a party, um, everywhere. And she had a heart. She, her relationship with her dad was very, very bad. And now I'm like... Oh my gosh, this makes total sense. When we, um, you know, when we are constantly, again, the, the, how does this show up in our business and why is it important for me? Because I truly believe we are all connected by this resonance field and everybody's actions and um, words help us evolve. Whether you know it or not or, or, or have that information yet or not, I believe that to be true. And when we self-sabotage, when we stop and we start, when we um, are needing to be saved, meaning 
I know I have to put the work in, but I don't put the work in because I have this overbearing amount of fear and what ifs and self-doubts. It's not because you don't want it. It's not because you are a bad person. It's not because you don't have the skills. It's none of that. If we go look way back in the childhood or if we go look even at our mom's lineage, we are going to find one of those five predominant emotions that is going to be ira, it's going to be um, anger, fearfulness, disgust. What was the other one? Ira, miedo, tristeza, asco, y alegría. Um, one of those primary emotions. And when we release that, we have released energy. You know when people say, oh, your, block, your chakras are blocked? Oh, your energy is blocked? What happens when you release that? Oh my God, a client came out of nowhere. Oh my God, I was able to uh, receive this. Oh my God, I was able to... Uh, an opportunity showed up for me. Oh my God, I was able to move forward. Oh my God, those beliefs that I've had to work so hard. A big belief that's, um, that women have, usually Latina women, because remember that this consciousness also goes by collective consciousness, country consciousness, believe it or not, family consciousness, and then individual consciousness. And um, like for us, for Latina women, it's very normal that it has to be very hard and that it has to cost us a lot and that there there can't really be a yeah right that there can't really be um an easy way and first of all that is going against all universal laws right of being open to receive i had a client last week and she actually no she was not a client i didn't take her on, a, on as a client for several reasons. The first one is she's a friend and I don't want to coach my friends, even though she's a paid friend. I, I just don't want to do that. Um, but her difficulty was being able to receive. And she is a high earner. She's very successful in what she does. And it was costing her so much to receive. She thought she had to do more. And in her life, there were situations where a lot of the situations in her life would make her feel or she would somehow participate in these situations where that belief that she was not good enough would continue to show up. When my clients have conflicts with their clients or where they start saying, I don't know if my coaching is working. What if they want a refund? I don't know how to structure this. Um, a lot of people are saying, I love it, but there, no one is buying, right? That constant disappointment. Thank you, my love. Thank you so much. That addiction to disappointment when it's cleared Oh, thank you. When it's cleared, all of a sudden, clients that are committed, you know, I let go of that belief that it was hard to sell a long time ago. I literally have, I literally, this just happened yesterday. Her name is Daisy. It's one of my newest one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching clients. She was like, I was literally overwhelmed yesterday. I have the receipts and I saw you, I found you 
and I told her one of my clients had canceled and I said, get on Zoom. Let me just talk to you to see what is it that you need, right? Because I'm not going to continue to text. I have like a lot of things to do. And yesterday was a busy day. And after we talked, she's like, okay, she signed up for like a top tier program. So there's no belief in me that, oh, you selling takes a long time and it has to be a hard thing. But I'm sure that if I carried that belief, um, that would be what shows up in my reality. I have had hundreds, I want to say maybe, of clients that have said, oh my God, as soon as I signed up, I started um, making sales. I'm not, that's not a selling point for me. I'm not going to guarantee you that if you sign up, you're going to make sales. But you know why it happens? Because we share resonance field, information, energy. And when you do that, your beliefs are transferred to others. That is why your environment is so important. Watch what you see, watch what you say, watch what you hear. Protect that environment. Protect it because it absolutely is going to make a difference in your life. So what do I want to say with all of this? Look, what I want to say is stop the judgment. Once you become aware of these wounds that you're carrying from childhood, even from, remember I just said, it was passed down seven generations, right? If there was abuse in your life, um, one of the biggest things that you would want to do is clear that or heal that so that it doesn't continue to pass down. And this, ask your mom. This is so predominant in every family tree. It's just almost like a, a mathematical calculation. But ask your parents, what were the disease that my grandparents had, my parents had, or the situations? It goes back as strong as when we make a pact with the mom. Kids make pacts unspoken with mom. My mom I'm going to give you an example of my life because I have no... Um, shame to share this my mom mommy i'm sorry i'm going to share this but i maybe it'll help someone was given away when she was eight months old and it, it was really hard for my mom to have um joy in her life it was oh ginger what age that is going to be um that's going to be good to know because that fear or whatever predominant emotion I would have to see you to like know will be present in your life every certain amount of of eight, four months old so less than a year old right so four would be probably the number in your life where every four years there was something that was present that is a cycle that reminds the unconscious mind of that pain or whatever it was that was there my mom was abandoned um, at eight months old. And my mom um, lost my brother at 28. My mom um, had a very tough childhood. Um, there was abuse. And my mom, my dad was an ang like a very good man, I feel. But my mom's perception of all her life was that she was abused by her friends taking advantage of her, uh, but my dad not being the best dad, by us maybe not being the best kids. And her pact with life was no joy. There's no joy in my life. And my pact with my mom, unverbal, not verbal, was it was very hard for me to feel joy in my life or to be happy just because. 
Oh my God, I got Bell's palsy at the age. That would be four. Yes, and every four in your life, Ginger. Every four. How old were you when you had your baby? Every four, every four. It's mathematical. It's, it's incredible. It's amazing. So, um, and then I would pass that lack of joy and conflict in relationships and other things to my children and then my grandchildren and then my great-grandchildren. So, I was 19 when I first, when I had my first. Okay, so maybe, nine, maybe that um, 19 is not going to be 4, 8, that would be 20 because it would be four times five would be 20. So maybe not 19, but can you remember something at 20 every four years that is going to be um, pretty significant in your life? Unless the birth of her was something that maybe at some point you had a fear that she wouldn't make it for whatever reason or things like that. Yes, it was bad, yeah, at 20. Oh, there you go, you see? And then go back to 24 and think about it. I don't know how old you are. You look pretty young, but. Based off of what background, the pictures that you see. So this is what I wanted to share. I am going to put this on the podcast. I want you to just go and become aware of it, right? When you clear this, I mean, everything is going to change. It changes epigenetically. It changes your DNA. It changes literally. Like, go Google epigenetics. Is it true? Family, um, generational lineage, or all of those things influence so much. And once that is healed, there's no longer an attachment to that pain. There you go. At 24, I got divorced from my first marriage, so this makes so much sense. Yeah. And then go, if you're 28, go to 28 and see. Until it's healed, it continues to happen every four years. And if it happened for me at seven, it's going to continue to happen every seven years. And if it happened for somebody at 10, it's going to continue to happen every 10 years. It's amazing. It's incredible. The last thing I want to say, because I know a lot of you guys are lacto uh, gluten intolerant, right? That allergy that we have with the gluten. How can you heal? What you, well, you have to go to someone that can help you pinpoint the exact primary emotion and the work that they do. Like you, you, you need, if you want to do it, I don't know, a psychologist or, but you need somebody to help you find that primary emotion and help you heal that. It's usually not done on your own. Oh, yes, I can't have gluten. Gluten is an allergy to the dad, right? And milk is an allergy to the mom. So when we are lactose intolerant, and it has to be very present in your life. It can be like just a little thing. So gluten is, let's go look at, at the dad. You're very welcome. Let's go look at that to see what's going on there, right? Like when people say, I don't know what to do with my life, or um, no matter how hard I try to start my business, I can't do this. 
this is information that needs to be known because this is why I think a lot of people are burnt out by like life coaching or spiritual healers because they don't really know this themselves. So how can you're just going to put a temporary bandage on someone? Yesterday, my client that signed up, she's like, oh, I want to take, you know, like your all your courses. And I said, no, we're going to first start with healing you, like working on you. That is going to directly reflect in your business, right? You're going to be able to make more money, make more sales, have more stability. And then we're going to move forward to that. I'm not going to take someone from eighth grade to kindergarten. And I'm not going to take someone that is belongs in kindergarten to eighth grade because I am screwing you and screwing me. That's just not how it's going to happen. And so many people come and they're like, I've been so burnt out. I paid yesterday. She was telling me the amount of money that she paid. And I was just like kind of in disbelief, you know, but she had a very good level of awareness. So she said, yes, you do. You have to heal that. So she said, um, the, the coaches that I had before, I'm not judging them because I still learn from them. And I thought that that was so like, I was like, yeah, you're right. That's absolutely true. So I wanted to share this with you because for me, it was very eye-opening. It was so cool. You know, it was like, I don't know, it's pretty cool. I don't. I don't believe that anything outside of us is going to help heal a wound that has been programmed into our subconscious mind and our automatic nervous system for 30 or 40 years. I think we have to deal with the emotions that we don't want to deal with and me giving away, are we leaving? Do you want me to come with you? Yeah, you can say it's okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, me giving away the... Coco. You want to go with Isa? You want to go with Isa? Go. Go with Isa. Um, thank you so much for the like. So I don't think so, right? Think about it like this. Um, an amuleto, I don't know how to say that in English. How do you say amuleto in English? Is something that is supposed to protect me from... other people's energy, I guess. But I don't have to solve other people's energy. I have to solve my own energy. I have to create a level of awareness so that shield. Amulet. Amulet? I've never heard that. A shield, yeah. But I don't have to solve other people's energy. I have to deal with those things that I don't want to deal with so that I can feel better, first of all, right? Because uh, remember your subconscious mind, is there's three ways that it's going to get your attention. Feelings, so that I can trade off the feelings of anger, grief, despair, comparison, lack of being able to breathe for presence and love and joy and motivation, any um, creative emotions. The second thing is so I can take action. Stop the self-sabotage, the procrastination, leave the fear to the side. And the third one is so that I don't end up, you know, or I don't have in my physical body more pain or, you know, this, this goes down to your physical body. For me, this is such an eye-opener. I'm going to tell you something. When I had a very strong money story, I can't make it. It's so hard. I can't keep it. Um, obviously there were things around me, very disorganized with my bills, very much just, you know, I had, I, I, 
I wasn't felt, I, I didn't feel safe. I had an issue with feeling safe and secure and everything is going to be okay. When I was little, I was in a car accident um, and I had PTSD, the whole nine yards. And my back, my um, sciatica would hurt so horribly constantly. And I would be like, oh, it's because of this. Oh, it's because of that. Oh, it's because I exercise. And maybe, you know, the environment influences, but how coincidental that since my money story changed and my results with money changed, my sciatica never hurts. Like maybe, I don't know, once every something, right? The same thing when we have um, our feet, los pies planos. I don't know how to say that in English. I'm very Spanish today. Um, we have a strong, strong apego a la mamá. We have a very strong, what is that? Apego a la mamá. Um, stuck to our mom. Bond. Unhealthy. Attachment. There we go. <laughs> Thank you so much. I no longer have to have that. And now I can have el arco del pie. I was telling my mom this a few days ago. I was like, look, it's because I'm bonded to you that I have my fat, flat foot. And my mom is like, no, that's not true. And my husband's like, yeah, she's very bonded to you. So it's not that, you know, it's not like I, like, oh, this doesn't happen to Vanessa. Of course, I'm like a human, you know, I'm just like, oh. It just doesn't happen in areas where I've worked on, right? It doesn't happen for me in my business. It's not hard for me to grow my business. It's not hard for me to, I don't have that belief. I don't have the belief that it's hard. I, I have a belief that there's an abundance of clients, that there's an abundance of money, that there's an abundance of um, of resources, that my work is highly, it's, it's very worthy of being compensated. If someone says no, for me, literally, I feel inside like, like, it's not a disservice to me, it's a disservice to them. That is my personal belief, right? Like, that's what I feel. Um, but there's other areas, like being a present mom, a relationship area that I am working on. Um, my health, I'm working on, right? So there's other areas. There's three main areas that this shows up, which is your relationships, your money, your finances, and your health. That's it. I have abundance on everything except health, and I'm only 40. Yeah, you see? The same thing. So for me, and, and many times when we are carrying around like extra weight or what people say like, oh, your nervous system is dysregulated or this and that. Listen, go back to the root. Go back to the root. You know, it's so interesting because inside the line CEO, sometimes my clients get upset at me and they're like, this is the root of my client's problems. And I'm, and I tell them it's not the root. And you know, this is how we're going to find the root because if not, what is going to happen down the road is that you're going to not be confident in your coaching, thinking that you're making a mistake or doing something wrong and wondering if my client is going to ask for a refund. Why isn't this working? You're not only bringing that energy into that, but I know for sure it's only going to give temporary relief. That resistance there is completely normal. After they get to the other side, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I was like, I told you. The same thing with us. We have to get to the root of it, right? And our health is a way that our conscious mind, our unconscious mind has been telling us, right? So uh, for Judy, think about it like this, Judy. Think about, okay, what is a constant emotion that I deal with? 
Is it pain? Is it fear? Is it disgust? Is it anger? What is it? The second thing is, how is that affecting my actions? And the third one is, where am I sick? Where are you? Where is your health? Because um, there's different areas. The body is a map. So our lungs, when we get really sick, uh, we have a big, huge fear. And we can't work on it today. Now, we have to go and find the first time that that fear, you were conscious of it or present of it. And then from there, we're going to look at the timeline. How old were you? Six. Okay, what has happened at six years here, at six years here, at six years here, every six years, what's going on? And so the person doesn't do that, the life is going to be a cycle, a cycle. How many times have you heard, oh my God, I just continue to live the same thing. I just continue to live the same thing. Many times, right? Anyways, I thought this was interesting because this was my journey that I had to take to unblock or help my clients have faster results in their business. And I had to, it was a learning process, right? At the beginning, I wanted them to be the best, amazing, most incredible coach. And that's still my vision. But if we don't address why you're not showing up or why you're not attracting clients and or why, you know, it's not hard. It's very basic. A transformation, the message for your right client. It's very basic. But why are you having such a hard time doing the basic things or taking the basic steps? Right. When somebody has a lot of trust issues, when did that um, like fear come out? When did it start? Let, let's evolve it. So we cut it. We heal it with you and every other generation. Look at. Hold on. Don't go anywhere, guys. And if you have any questions, please let me know below. I want to make sure that my stove is off because yesterday I went to get the girls Valentine's little things and I left water on the stove. I went to Target when I came back. Um the pot was hot. So I just want to make sure. And look at it. Thank you so much. Listen, and look at it like this too. Like, we are a mirror, okay? Look at it like this. And don't be fooled. Like, you guys are all adults. If I am attracting, you can only attract kind of a mirror. You, we talk about this a lot, right? I, can, I believe that uh, TikTok is my tribe. That's why I come here almost every single day. And do I love Instagram? I do not. Um, I believe, you know, I can come here and I have no attachment to how I look, if the dogs bark, you know. I have a belief with Instagram and this is what I want you to know. I, my content will not resonate with anyone that is highly religious or people that don't believe in, even though I speak a lot about quantum physics, maybe somebody that is, yeah, highly religious or someone that, what else? Maybe not a lot of men either right? Because I talk a lot about women empowerment and things like that. You literally are a mirror, right? So in your life, this is so important. This is like life changing. It was for me. If for me, it was really important to grow my business. And you guys know that, right? 
I had a bankruptcy, um, which happened at the same age that my dad, when I was little, had the bankruptcy. It's never a coincidence. It's always a cycle. And in in my journey to get out of that, right, in my journey to to really build my business, I had to get really clear on how I was showing up, right? So if I'm asking my client to do something, am I doing it myself? I'm going to give you another example that is really simple. Like somebody says things like, um, okay, I have to make a lot of money and this is what I want to charge, but I'm very bad at paying or I am very bad at paying someone else or, you know, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a perfect example. A lot of people get into my inbox. I don't have a problem with boundaries. I have no shame in saying it because I create so much content that you can go and look at it on YouTube or podcast or all the lives that I have or the Facebook group or anywhere you'll find it, right? So I don't have a problem with saying no, but there is people that will go into my inbox and say things like, oh, I have similar knowledge to you. I just can't put it into words. Um, I need help. Will you help me? And as soon as I tell them, yes, absolutely, let's have a talk to see if you are a good candidate for um, one of my programs or my guidance or whatever, um, the person will immediately change their verbal language. You can feel it, you know, you know, you can see it. And it would be more of like, no, I want you to help me as a sister or I want, which basically means I want you to help me for free so that I can make money with that information. I'm not going to judge the person. For me, it's very clear and cut, no. It's, yeah, it's just like a clear no, like absolutely not. I know that the person should work on that, why? Because if not, she's going to get the same thing in her clients, they're not gonna go and hire her. It's just like this, what you get what you is what you receive. It's like this yin yang. Like, I'm gonna give you another example. I'm a lover. When I see people online or, and, and you guys probably have experienced this, I like your content, I comment. I If you share pictures of your children, I like it, I comment, I, I comment it. Um, why? Not because I'm expecting to receive that, but because for me, I, I don't worry about, oh, did somebody like my picture? Did somebody comment on it? I just, you know, for me, that makes me happy to see your children or to see you stepping out in that empowered way. But imagine somebody is like, oh my God, and my content doesn't get any likes or, or anything like that. But she's one of the first ones that's not liking or loving on someone else. Like, what are you expecting? You know, like we can't be blind to that, right? Like we cannot, we, we can't be blind to that. What you give is what you get. Aw, Ginger, I appreciate your support too. Yeah, you see, like if I see it and you're part of my tribe and I like you and you know I wanna I wanna be in a community with you, how am I gonna be like no guys, stop doing that? Hi, what's the book called? El Diccionario de la Emoción. Oh, thank you, Judy. Uh, I think it's you can find it, El Diccionario de la Emoción. This is not about a book, this is coaching. But if you look for um, El Diccionario de la Emoción and you look at, at the, oh no, de la enfermedad, the dictionary of illness, I guess, in Spanish, you'll be able to see like your, whatever you have when somebody has autoimmune. I was talking to my best friend today and I was telling her like um, about the milk and the problem with the mom. 
and she told me, well, um, sometimes when people have autoimmune, they shouldn't drink milk because of inflammation. And I said, yeah, but think about what autoimmune is. It's an attack on the body. So if I have an unresolved issue with my mom, I'm most likely I'm going to develop autoimmune because I am, it's the body attacking itself, right? That lack of love that the mom is supposed to give and nurture needs to be filled with a void somewhere. And when I have a predominant emotion of inflammation, of getting red, my, of, of um, having a lot of inflammation in the body, a lot of heat, a lot of getting red, a lot of, that is anger that is suppressed in my body. And it is maybe um, showing up as now inflammation in my joints and in my gut and my stomach, the bloatedness, the, how cool is that? Right? How cool is it that we get to know that? Am I the only one that thinks it's super cool? I think it's super cool. I think it's the coolest thing to become aware. Because once you become aware, you no longer are looking at your life through the lenses of a child. You are looking at your life through the lenses of... Super cool. Yeah, for me too. For me too. You're looking at your life through the lenses of an adult, a healed adult, a conscious adult. And let me give you an example in your real life. If I was to tell my youngest one, which is my nine-year-old, mi amor, you have to go and you have to drive, not to Target, because Target is a block away from my house and she knows how to get there. But if I was to tell her, baby, you have to drive to New York. My kid will probably start crying. Drive? I'm only nine. What do you mean to New York? I, can, I can't even get to like school probably or to the supermarket, right? That amount of fear is overwhelming, paralyzing. Okay, so... If I tell you as a conscious adult, here's your Google Maps, here's the car, here's the gas, here's the gas money, and you have to go from one state to the next, what are you going to do? No problem. And if you get off on an exit, you look at your map and you get back on, right? It's no longer a paralyzing fear. Yay, you're here. Hi, my love. Right? That's what happens when we heal. We're no longer looking at life through the lenses of a nine-year-old. We're looking at life through the lenses of a conscious adult. And what does that mean? That instead of being paralyzed by fear because I have no tools? No, you have a GPS, you have money, you have a cell phone, you have snacks in your car. Um, and if you get off the wrong exit, you just look at your phone and you get back on. Right? That's it. You're not going to be like, I can't get to the next exit. Maybe you can get a little bit upset. Maybe you can be like, oh, I'm a little bit upset. You know, I'm a little bit, you know. I think this is the fastest way for somebody to really see advancements in their life and in their business. <gasps> Vanessa, why do you, why? Because those predominant emotions, when they are healed, they give the person the tools to not self-sabotage, to not procrastinate, to not lack confidence, to show up energetically different. There is no blockages of that energy that is holding that pain in the body. And if we now incorporate energetics, when you do that and you have that release of energy, that is nonverbal communication, right? Right, it's nonverbal. And you know when people say, oh, I wanna manifest my life, that is the science of manifestation where you start seeing things in your reality that you're like, wow, I can't believe it. It came out of nowhere. 
or this thing happened. That's why I don't believe a lot in coaching the symptom and not the root cause. Because if somebody comes and they say, I self-sabotage and you give them, okay, I'm going to give you a smart sheet. This is how you set your goals. Good luck. Good luck. Procrastination can go as back as a painful birthing experience and you consider that anything that is long-term or is going to take you a while, any long-term goal is painful, so you'd rather not do it. So imagine me coaching on someone that has procrastination because their symptom is I procrastinate. I know what I have to do, but I don't get to do it. And me, and I get my little coaching tablet that if you guys have been inside, you know this is what I use, and I say, okay, let's start with procrastination. Okay, Maria, procrastination. So you know what, Maria, procrastination usually in the body, which is true, um, is held in your root chakra, right? Okay, Maria, so this is held in your root chakra and it's going to affect your money because that is also true. So I am gonna give you a template so that you can plan out your goals in a smart way and I'll see you next week, Maria, to see how many of those goals you achieved. You have worked on Maria on the 5% level and not on the 95% that rules her life. Maria's gonna come back to you the next session and she's gonna tell you, you know, I was so busy. I just couldn't get to it. I My kid got sick. The house got on fire. And then the coach is gonna say, why isn't Maria taking any action? Or why isn't Maria... Is it my coaching that you need a refund? And it was none of that. It was none of that. Yeah, that's why you get a session to know exactly where your blockages are coming from. You probably wouldn't know because they're 95% unconscious. But once you know, you no longer act from there. Now you have the tools. Anything else, any other than that to close this Valentine's Day is remember that on a vibrational scale, the best emotion is bliss and love. It is the most important one. Love, heart coherent, resets trauma in the body to zero. An open heart expands your electromagnetic field up to seven feet outside of your body. It is the energy by which you are vibrating at, projecting on, speaking from, leading from. So look, look at this one. Look at Tata, for example. Look how we, in our language, we can say so much without saying a lot. Procrastination is a tough one, but definitely doable, right? So we are associating procrastination with something being hard or tough or difficult and as soon as our amygdala the part in the brain that deals with fear senses that it's tough it it shuts down and we feel paralyzed that's why procrastination leads to being paralyzed so if we look at Tata, for example, throughout her life, we're going to find that there is a predominant emotion of fear that has been masking through procrastination. And maybe the emotion is not felt or worked on because it still has 
it is doable. So without me knowing who she is, other than part of our community, there's going to be um, life situations where she's going to have to feel that it's very hard to get through. Maybe, you know, most likely she'll get through them, but it's hard to break through. Can you believe that? Yes, amiga, mucho que aprender y sanar. Tata, it's great. Like, you're aware. Like, you are aware. That's how cool it is. I don't know. I think this is so cool. Okay, my loves, I am going to put this on the podcast. I would like for you to please leave me a comment. Um, what else? Subscribe. Um, share it with a friend. Something along those lines if it helped. If you have any other questions, if you need a session or anything along those lines, Instagram is the best place because TikTok is hard to respond to messages. I hope that you have an amazing Valentine's Day. Remember, it doesn't matter what anybody does, what anybody thinks, activate that heart. Give yourself and your automatic nervous system that break, you know? How would I act if I was completely in love with life, with myself, with my body, with my work, with my clients, with my pets, I don't know, um, and work from there. I love you guys. Thank you for allowing me to come on here and for this to be a safe, a safe, you're very welcome. Thank you for giving me that love. I 100% appreciate, I honor each one of you that is here because somehow you are trying to get better or be a better parent or be a present person or be a better leader i honor you we are all connected thank you for giving me this platform and allowing me to for you to stay here and love you too and just to talk with you guys like thank you for allowing my dream to come true um I say this like really from the bottom of my heart. I thank you. I love you guys. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow at, let wait, because I don't want to, I don't want to not come on. Tomorrow I have coaching at 11.30. So at 10 o'clock, I will be here. Um, don't be late. It's a date. I'll see you guys tomorrow.